0: Hey family, thank you for following and trusting the path that led you here. This is Flowspace Conscious Conversations with J&D. I'm Jerica,
1: and I'm Deandra. Our discussions will be led by intuition and spirit as we continue to evolve and learn about what it means to live an earthly human experience. Yo, because <laughs> I feel like I can go off and then, like, if someone listens to this.
0: But honestly, it speaks to what you were saying earlier. It's okay to express your truth. And if somebody's going to judge you for it, that's on them. Yeah. How can you judge somebody for speaking their truth and being real?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Are you crying?
0: Yeah. Okay,
1: good. Oh my God. Because you don't
0: have to like everybody
1: no and
0: everybody won't necessarily like you but as long as you have love for one like for another person's existence Mm -hmm. you're good
1: and you don't you can love someone and have such a great relationship with them on a personal level and you may not agree with everything that is in their truth but that doesn't go to say that you can't hold space for them and listen Mm -hmm. to them even though knowing that it's going to be adverse to what is your truth or what you want to hear that may hurt your feelings because of things that um you're tied into based on what someone else is saying
0: yeah and that's kind of interesting because I would say you and I have a relationship where we hold our each other accountable for things and we I don't want to say check each other but I know that, like, like, I trust that things are said when they need to be said, and I wouldn't get mad at you for sharing something with me, and I wouldn't change the relationship. Yeah, same. If that makes sense.
1: And it's really amazing, too, because for me, in my, like, our relationship dynamic and how it impacts me, Mm -hmm. like, you keep me honest. So, like, there's (laughs) things where I'm like, damn, you know, because it makes me look at myself, Mm -hmm. and own whatever it is and knowing that like I'm gonna share with someone like it's a safe space where yeah. you're not gonna like crucify me for or whatever you know mm-hmm. but it's for me to be honest and own like this is what it is mm-hmm. and like I know that like you love and care for me regardless of whatever and you know that like I don't mean bad or whatever it is you know yeah. um and that's something that allows for anything and everything to be expressed without fear of being ostracized isolated or whatever Mm
0: -hmm. yeah and i would say like you and i are two different people Mm -hmm. um anybody who knows us there are differences um and an example would be you're very free (laughs) and i'm very cautious yeah although we have the same beliefs of being free Mm -hmm. we go about it differently yeah and when you see me being cautious or paranoid (laughs) (laughs) like that's you respect it because that's me but you do help me like you will point certain things out so that i can be aware of it and kind of let it go the same way like if i see you being too free i'm like yo
1: yeah, like reel doing? it back <laughs> in a little yeah. bit.
0: <laughs> and it's fine because we leave it at that. Like we don't begin to form judgment and opinions about yeah. one, each other. And then we don't go like tainting the image we have of each other. Yeah, And that I think is what happens a lot of times with familial relationships because you grow up around these people and they have this idea in their mind about you and even if you show them that that is not the truth they still believe it Mm -hmm. and it's really strange that they don't give the opportunity for growth yeah they keep you in this little box Mm -hmm. no matter how many times you will show them that that's not the truth it's their truth.
1: Yeah. And it is, at some point, maybe it was your true reality. Yeah. But you've outgrown it long ago. Mm-hmm. There's family, there's people who are in my family that perceive me in the same way that I was when I was eight. And it's like, no, that, that time has come and gone many times, yeah. you know? <laughs> We've left that at eight years old, mm-hmm. you know? So, and why is that? Why is it that that's such a common
0: hmm why is that is a great question yeah like why is that yeah why can't we let go
1: right and the difference between that within familial bonds and within an example of like you and i Mm -hmm. you know and i
0: i know i think i know what it could be a part of and not necessarily all the time but because we're blood relatives there's this sense of you know we're blood for life you're not going anywhere which isn't necessarily true because people do rid their family and like cut them off Um, but it's the relationship can be taken for granted because of the blood tie Mm -hmm. now when you have a relationship with somebody who isn't blood you respect and you honor that because it's something you're choosing to engage in
1: you cherish it differently Yeah,
0: it's like you don't take it for granted. And that's not necessarily, I'm not saying this is a blanket statement for everything and everyone, because I know that some people do cherish their family. Um, Just the same way that they would cherish a friend and they don't take them for granted. But I think it's easier to slip into that. Mm -hmm. Taking it for granted when it's somebody that you either live with or your family. Like your mom, dad, brother, sister, whatever.
1: Yeah. That's for blended families. You know, Mm -hmm. whatever falls under for you under the family category. Yeah. But more times than not, it's the same concept of like being blood related. Mm -hmm. And that kind of links you for life. But that doesn't also invite all the time growth within one another.
0: Yeah, very true.
1: But why is that? And it's really something that I really want to try and dissect because mm-hmm. when I think about it, for the older generations within a family pyramid or diagram, mm-hmm. they're like the, the family tree. Yes, they're usually the ones that don't have a lot of swaying in terms of like their point of view. And they're the leaders of the family.
0: Yeah, that's the whole concept of um, like, oh, your elders, which is something that's dicey because the elders do have knowledge and wisdom, but when they allow their ego to step forward... It's like, hold on. Well, because you're older doesn't mean you're wiser necessarily if you're choosing to act from your ego or control drama or whatever it is.
1: You're not wiser in all aspects.
0: Yeah. Like you're, yeah, you might be older, but it doesn't necessarily mean that your experiences outweigh the experiences that I've um, experienced.
1: Yeah. And it also has to say, too, especially because I feel now more than ever, there's been a trend to, to work on yourself mm-hmm. to look within to really like assess who you are and how you are in the world and it's a relatively newer concept than the era that older generations come from mm-hmm. so they're kind of set in their ways they have they've like peaked yeah at to what level they decided that they're gonna grow
0: and that's okay because yeah they're older like it's exactly. just you leave it there and you respect it um, but I do want to clarify because it just keeps coming to mind about like the what I said, like your blood family. Yeah, it's not just your blood family. Yeah. It can be like if you're adopted, if you have step parents, step siblings, whatever, whoever you consider the family you have around you, it's open to everybody. And mm-hmm. even sometimes friends that become family, they all fall into that category. It's those that you know aren't gonna just like vanish tomorrow
1: right right you guys have like a a bond that goes deeper than that Mm -hmm. but it also leaves a lot of room for just dysfunction and not allowing um, authentic living and honoring the growth that's within that family tree
0: yeah and it's it's really sad because sometimes you will come across people who have two different lives. They have the life... They have the person they are when they're around their family and then the person they are outside of the family. And it's all because of the preconceived notions and judgments that the family places on them that they don't experience outside of that family household. Yeah, And it, it would be such a beautiful thing if those who we consider family accept us as we are and as we change as opposed to ostracizing us or making us feel that we don't belong because we're not following their exact footsteps
1: yeah it is it is it could be very sad and kind of lonely for a lack of words Mm -hmm um feeling like a lack of sense of belonging within those that you consider family yeah because as humans we are packed animals so we do want to feel that we are part of a community and that usually starts in the home Mm -hmm. with your family Yeah. and to not have that is something that's very bold for those who choose to stick to their truth despite it being different from their family Mm -hmm. um but it is also very tricky and dicey for those that recognize that they are different from their family but choose to be within that perimeter of these people who do not honor and support them and their evolution.
0: Yeah, because it's a wild concept. Like As you dig deeper and you start peeling back the onion layer, I have personally witnessed family—let's say there's a family member who's branching out doing something there are their immediate family members who will not show support in any type of way whether that is speaking to them about it speaking to others about what their family member is doing yet they will support strangers Mm -hmm. before they support their own family and it's like why is that
1: That comes from the preconceived notions that we have of people within the family and we keep them limited. Mm -hmm. We have this limited view of them that they're not able to go past a certain mark. Whereas strangers, it's easier for us to say that, oh yeah, they're capable of X, Y, Z. But when it's a family member, it's like, oh no, I know that person. They wouldn't go past this certain limit. And it also sometimes comes back to feeling like, well, because I wouldn't go past that limit, neither would they so it's like the limitations that you place on yourself you can't really see it um for someone that's within your family because they're within your same like kindle Mm -hmm.
0: so like if we start speaking about this and break it down what is family like what what does family mean
1: what did what it should mean or what it is in this reality that we're discussing
0: I guess both. Let's start with what should it mean.
1: Family should mean those that you can rely on, that you support unconditionally, love them unconditionally. You take all the time to understand where they're coming from through leading with love and compassion and empathy, Mm -hmm. seeking to understand because you deeply care.
0: That's a great Detailed explanation because when I was asking you that, what was coming to my mind was unconditional love and support like that's like the simplified version, yeah. But yeah, I agree. It's, uh, family should be somebody, people that you rely on through anything, honestly. Even if you know you really messed up mm-hmm. and you put that on yourself, you shouldn't have to worry about your family judging you,
1: yeah, or not being there for you, yeah.
0: Okay, so now that we've established what family should be, how would you say um, in this reality what family is?
1: Well, honestly, I can speak from like a personal standpoint because I mm-hmm. feel like that's the best way because everyone's yeah. family dynamic is so different. First of all, I know I have to say that from where I live and where I stand all families have dysfunction like Mm -hmm. there is no family that is just like all peace and and it's cute yeah like that's
0: it can be those families who portray (laughs) that Mm -hmm. everything is perfect but then they have skeletons in the closet whatever that looks like for them yeah yeah
1: Yeah, absolutely (sighs) so family for me in my paradigm is it's very staticky it's very um it's dicey it's eggshells um catering to different personalities and different touch points and and kind of being limited in expression due to the reactions of those within my family Mm -hmm. um, and learning to navigate the different people and characters in my family and through navigate through knowing how to navigate them, I express variations of myself to varying degrees, depending on who it is that I'm in contact with. Because of the limitations that have been placed due to not wanting to like set off a bomb or like yeah. wanting to disturb their like dysfunctional peace, I feel like it's the best way that I can explain it. And there is this underlining feeling of this is actually what's coming up right now is this under like loyalty and how toxic that word has been um (laughs) I don't even know how to best say it but loyalty can be something that's to a fault yeah and it can be
0: a manipulation tool
1: yes and it's something that needs to get dismantled the whole concept of it because it's like you're loyal to a point where like you have to be loyal even if it's meaning not being loyal to yourself in order to prove that you care Mm -hmm. and that is such a wild and very unhealthy concept to try and uphold and enforce on those within your family dynamic
0: and you know what's really interesting because that whole concept of loyalty parents teach their children what's coming to mind is um like a girl losing her virginity the parent you know there was this whole thing I know growing up you would hear oh like if a boy tells you have sex with me to show me how much you love me like that's not true they're manipulating you all of that It's the same idea of saying, like, okay, cut off your hand to show me you're loyal to me. Mm -hmm. You would never want to manipulate somebody in that light. So whenever a family, because it, from my own experience, yes, loyalty really can cause a lot of turbulence within a family because if you do something that's portrayed as being disloyal to the family member or to the family as a whole it's the end of the world but it's mm-hmm. like well hold on what about loyalty to myself and what's true to me yeah like
1: what are the limits mm-hmm. because i mean it could only go so far
0: yeah that's such an interesting concept
1: it is and it's it's very closely tied to the just into the interesting concept of the obligations that we feel to those we have familial ties to yeah because we feel obligated like during the holidays to spend time with people who we won't we wouldn't spend time with otherwise
0: but i think you cracked it down to the loyal why do we feel obligated because of that loyalty
1: Mm -hmm. because what
0: would what else could be a reason to put yourself in any kind of obligation
1: because it's like loyalty to what because do you really feel like you can count on these people
0: now so that's a funny thing and speaking from a personal standpoint I have three sisters. So I grew up in a house. It was my mom, my dad, and then the four girls. And, of course, having... And we're relatively close in age. My older sister's three years older than me. No, four years older than me. Or five. I don't know. <laughs> five years, then my younger sister's three years, and then my youngest is ten years. So she's kind of like the outlier but the other three of us were relatively close in age so of course we had so many disagreements and fighting but even if we're not speaking one thing that I know is true and I've seen it based on past experiences is we could not speak for months or however long because we're fighting or we're in a fight and if one of us needs each other like we hold it down Mm -hmm. and I think it like, I'm wondering now, like, how is that? Because that is pretty weird. Like, it's a nice thing to know that mm-hmm. I have these people who will show up and they have my back the same way I will have theirs in a heartbeat. But it's like, why do we even let ourselves get to the point that we're not speaking? But again, okay, if we are not speaking, we're choosing not to speak, how come we are still there for each other? Yeah. You know, like, what what is
1: it? That's It's a weird disparity.
0: Yeah, it doesn't really make sense because either we're taking each other for granted by not speaking and allowing whatever disagreement to separate us because if we are there for each other obviously we love each other or we're there for each other because of the concept of being loyal to our family Mm -hmm. so it's really interesting whenever you look at it to try to break it down and peel the the onion when it applies to you
1: yeah yeah it is very interesting
0: and I think it also plays a role because my mom, like, she's somebody who, like, she can be so mad at you, but if you need her, she's there. Like, mm-hmm. she's very forgiving in the sense of, okay, like, that happened, but, like, I'm still here for you. Yeah. And she'll come through, like, whatever you need, like, she will come through for you.
1: Yeah, she doesn't hold a grudge.
0: Mm-mm, no grudge. And I've seen that with her relationship with my dad. He... He had done some stuff that could really make somebody feel like the worst feelings towards him. And she still held unconditional love for him. Mm -hmm. Even though they separated, she still held him with so much love and support. And it's beautiful.
1: Yeah, it makes me want to cry. Yeah. It is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I really feel like crying. (laughs) I'm like trying to keep it together it is so beautiful you know and it's like that is what I hope for everyone because it's like that's really family
0: yeah and that's what I'm saying like I feel that that's the example and that's it helps me understand that that's why with my sisters even if there's times that we're not speaking we're there for each other yeah because no matter like what happened we are family
1: (laughs) so what is family (laughs) yeah you know because it's like I don't even know
0: Yeah, but I think, like, family is that unconditional love and support, but of course, because of the human experience, there is dysfunction, because we're all so different, Mm -hmm. we all have so many different personalities, so many different experiences that are molding us, and we are human, so we do judge, and we do, we do, to a certain extent, limit one another, Mm -hmm. not intentionally. You know, I I don't believe that any of the times that I've fought with my sisters that we're purposefully like trying to hurt each other. Mm-hmm. It's us living out whatever our human experience is. It's
1: like the ego aspect of you guys. Yeah. Um because it's like the love that you guys hold for one another is like the purity mm-hmm. and then it's like the ego aspects of living a human experience that steps forward. When you guys have disagreements or not seeing eye to eye.
0: Yeah, and it's tricky because when you think about family, like something that somebody does can cause you to really feel like, yo, I don't want to have a relationship with this person, you know, at all. Mm -hmm. And then their actions can continue to build on that. And to protect yourself because that other person isn't willing to meet you not even close to where you are or to truly see you for who you are like you have a hard choice to make in terms of distancing yourself from what you call family
1: yeah and that it can be so painful mm-hmm. it's dicey
0: mm-hmm.
1: wow i don't even know if, i don't even feel like we fully dissect it like it's so complicated to me
0: yeah no we're like just scratching the, <laughs> the surface
1: <laughs> it's so complicated because that's it's just so interesting it's like people you can spend years of all talking to but if like if you really really needed them they'll come through
0: and and that's my personal experience you know like i'm fortunate to be able to to say that but i know that there and in within my i'm not my immediate family but still my family
1: your extended family my
0: extended family um i have seen people cut each other off and then somebody dies and now they're devastated Mm -hmm. it's like yo like you took their life for granted Mm -hmm. regardless of what happened regardless of what actual facts happened that led you to believe whatever you told your mind you still made the choice to cut this person off like they were nothing now that they're dead i'm sorry but yeah you know like what's going on Mm -hmm. you can't wait for somebody to pass away to to feel regret for your choices that's
1: the ego it's like letting the ego get away get in the way of living authentically and having the relationships that you want Mm -hmm. and really taking the effort to nurture and grow the relationships that you want
0: yeah and Um, blaming like it's easy to put the blame on somebody else's actions like it's easy to be like oh this person is an airhead oh this person is a liar oh this person is this and just constantly put the blame on them without you taking accountability for your role in it Mm -hmm. like we all need to ask each other what role are we specifically playing in this situation because in any family or relationship there's always going to be two people that contribute to whatever situation is unfolding and if you're not willing to if you're not willing to be honest and hold yourself accountable you shouldn't hold another person accountable even though it's easier to blame them
1: yeah the blame game because at the end of the day it's no one's fault yeah it's the situation
0: and it's the choices each other uh, each person involved are making
1: yeah
0: and it's because some people, we all have these different dramas that we hold that shape us mm-hmm. in our realities, um, this human experience. So if somebody has a control drama and then somebody has either the victim mentality or the aloof drama, that control drama person is always going to be targeting the victim mentality or the aloof person. And it really makes the situation hard to heal. Mm-hmm. Because again, if both people aren't being accountable and owning up to whatever role they played in the situation unfolding, you're always going to continue that cycle.
1: Yeah. And I feel space helps. Like living, it's hard to live in a small space or mm-hmm. live with others who. You clash in terms of, like, personalities. Yeah. So there's an appreciation that builds when there's space to see what there is to appreciate when you're not constantly experiencing one another in such a close proximity Mm -hmm. that doesn't allow for like a clear vision because you're so close involved
0: yeah and that's why the distance like a lot of people take distance from their family yeah
1: and that could also play into why like time can go by and you will still be there for people who you consider family Mm -hmm. um because that distance that kind of space allows for the appreciation and to have a clearer vision of why it is that you know you guys are family or the relationship that you guys have because you're family
0: yeah but i also want to kind of be clear on toxic relationships because in no shape or form would i support toxic relationships just because you're family Mm -hmm. if you're doing the inner work to make yourself better um and make the relationships you have with others better if it's not being reciprocated and you're just putting yourself in a situation that you're kind of being stepped all over time and time again that you need to be able to recognize that's a toxic relationship. Yeah. And regardless of who it's with, like whether that's a spouse, parent, sibling, cousin, like whoever the relationship is with, um, it's not okay to keep yourself in the toxic relationship just for the purpose of not dissolving that relationship because of the familial tie Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. it's interesting mm-hmm. it's dicey <laughs> it's dicey it's just it's always more than just two people involved you know
0: Yeah, because then you have your family, like, taking sides with what's going on and developing their own opinions on it.
1: (sighs) It's so interesting. It reminds me of, like, romantic relationships, but in such a larger degree. Because it's, like, with, you know, people you have, like, your family. So it's, like, Mm -hmm. as large as your family is. But it can get as intimate as, like, your relationship with someone that you have a romantic relationship with. Mm -hmm. In terms of, like, how convoluted it can be so interesting <laughs> like it's so deep that I feel like I still have to like dissect it further but I can't really like I'm at like a stop and still like I'm at a block
0: because the, well if you think about it essentially it's not complicated but because there's so many different emotions and opinions involved it makes it complicated Yeah. at the end of the day family or not just human to human we should all honor and respect each other as humans Mm -hmm. now if you have obviously a closer relationship with somebody because whether your family your friends or whatever the relationship is that ties you together not that you would care for them more than you care for a stranger but the relationship is cherished more yeah
1: you're bonded Due yeah. to like the experiences that you guys share,
0: exactly like you're sh- you have these shared experiences and memories, so you're bonded closer, and because of that closeness, you shouldn't take one another for granted. Mm-hmm. You should be able to accept one another, regardless of the person that you think they are or aren't. Like, it should stop there, there should be no thought attached to that person. Yeah, it should be this is my xyz like you fill in the blank and i love them for who they are in the moment wherever they are
1: yeah and regardless of your opinion on their reality and how they choose to live their life as long as it's not like impacting you but even if it is it's the question why is it impacting you is it impacting you because you're allowing it to is it actually physically impacting you or is it just like your ego allowing you to run wild and say well because of this person's actions this is impacting me in xyz kind of way but is it really
0: Mm -hmm. it's the judgments what what you're doing is you're allowing the judgments that you formed about that person to now impact you yeah because everybody is entitled to their own opinions i would be a hypocrite if i sit here and say like i don't have opinions on people because we all develop opinions during our human experience and that's okay Mm -hmm. but where you draw the line is then acting out about your opinions Yeah. and then again asking yourself what role am I playing in this situation or in this moment Mm
1: -hmm.
0: because if I'm stressing out about something one of my sisters is doing that they're doing in their own life but it's not directly impacting me or it could be directly impacting me but I'm choosing to allow it to directly impact me that's what role am I playing in that situation Right. You know, I can't control their life. I'm not the freaking director of their movie. Mm -hmm. They're the director. I'm the director of my movie. So it can be so complicated, but then at the end of the day, it's only
1: complicated because we keep making it complicated. Right. Life could be so simple. So simple. Yeah. Nothing has to be heavy unless you put weight on it. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. And letting go. It's fine. People can change give them the opportunity or don't just don't attach to it
1: yeah and don't punish someone for the way that they choose to live their life even if it doesn't mirror yours yeah it's like live and let live thank you for listening continue flowing in your own space by simply being
0: if this resonated with you and you feel called please be sure to follow us like and share until next time Wherever you go,
1: give yourself space space to to flow.
0: flow. (laughs) Family.